welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a manifestation expert, master mindset coach, and a multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you achieve everything that you once thought was impossible. If you are looking to massively up-level your life, your finances, your relationships, your productivity and success, you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development to help you maximize who you are and where you're going. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and teachings that you need to manifest a reality wilder than your wildest dreams. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. What is it that sets today's most successful online entrepreneurs apart from the rest? This is something that I became obsessed with figuring out back when I started my business in 2016. And then I met my business mentor, James Wedmore, in 2018, and it became crystal clear to me why I was all over the place, why I was launching way too many offers and working way too hard and getting little results to show for it. Since working with James back in 2018 up until now, not only did my business immediately triple in revenue, but I actually spent way less time working and finally got to experience the real freedom that I initially set out to create. James is hosting a totally free training coming up this week that will not only help you get the edge you need to succeed as an entrepreneur, but you'll also discover a proven five-step process for creating irresistible offers and get the keys to massively scaling your business without hustling to work more. If you're ready to stand out in your industry and level up your business in all the ways, this is the training for you. I would personally pay over $2,000 for this free training alone. I swear it is that good. You are going to be blown away and I am blown away every single year that I go back to this training. Day one of the training begins on Thursday, June 6th. So head over to manifestationbabe.com slash rise to sign up for James's free training now. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash rise. That's R-I-S-E, rise. Can't wait to see you there. Hello, gorgeous souls. Welcome back to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I am so grateful that you decided to push play today because today is going to be a very important episode all about procrastination. Now, I don't know if you are someone who might be a chronic procrastinator in any area of your life, or perhaps you are in a season of procrastination. Um, maybe you are struggling with procrastination today. Maybe it's been a month. Maybe it's been a year. Maybe it's been your whole life. I don't know about you, but I know me, myself, and I, I used to be the biggest 
freaking procrastinator, you guys. It wasn't even funny. And I know that a lot of you might look at me now and how much I've accomplished in just the last two years and how productive I am and how mindful I am of my time and how good I am at time management. You would probably never believe the fact that I used to wait very often until the very last second to start on anything like I it doesn't matter what it was if it was a project that I had to do in school or an agreement that I had with my parents to clean my room or if it were packing for a trip or just anything I would constantly find myself procrastinating and even three years ago when I finished with my undergraduate degree in biology and was prepping, you know, for medical school and deciding which medical schools I was going to apply to and figuring out which applications to start. I was also procrastinating that. And I thought about it in the last couple of months as I'm working with clients, as I'm hearing from you guys, as you guys are asking me questions that are popping up in my email inbox or DMs and stuff and asking if I can cover it for my next podcast episode. One of the most common questions I see are, you know, and just, uh, you know, in the, in the world of success, in the world of um, wanting to accomplish more in life, in the world of achievement, a lot of you struggle with time management. And I have already shared in a previous podcast episode kind of my perspective of how I've been, how I have trained myself to be so good with my time and some of my time management tips. But in this particular episode, I want to talk a little bit about the psychology of procrastination and how you can stop procrastinating and finally move back into action mode, whether it's massive action mode for the first time in your life or just action um, again. Maybe you, you have been off the game. Maybe you have gotten out of flow. Maybe you've accomplished something recently and you're just like, okay, what's next? I feel like I am slipping back into that old habit of procrastination. And then I want to share with you two very easy ways to become more productive um, that I think will really help you. So not only is the formula that I'm about to share with you, the formula of procrastination and the opposite of procrastination, a couple of tips on how to identify um, you know, each part of the formula and also some steps and questions to ask yourself on how you can move from procrastination into action. Um, and then I'll share with you some two tips on how to be more productive. Now that you understand that, hey, I don't have to live my life this way. There's just a couple missing pieces. There's a couple of things that are a little out of whack. I just have to ask myself the right questions. I have to create that compelling vision again. I have to give myself a couple of more, um, you know, give myself more leverage, create some more strong reasons why I must achieve whatever it is that I'm procrastinating on. Um, and, and then, you know, two additional productivity tips on how you can incorporate more of that pleasure into getting things done, more of that pleasure into taking action and associate a little bit of pain to not taking action, as well as a tip that I want to share with you from a book that I recently read and made my whole team read because it was just that good. It was like mind blowingly simple. It was literally the explanation behind why I am so good at getting shit done. Like my uh, fiance, Brennan, always, you know, when he was reading the one thing, which is the book that I want to share um, a tip from, 
He was like, Catherine, this is so you. Like, this is so how you get so much done is because of this very tip. So I'm so excited to share that with you. So let's go ahead and get started because I want to make this a super easy, um, super simple to digest, uh, very short podcast episode so that you listen to this on a Monday as I'm recording it, Monday morning, and you have an incredibly productive week. And maybe for the first time in your life, you finally feel like you have juice behind you. You are excited again. You feel motivated. You feel inspired and you finally discipline yourself to be like, hey, this is what I must do. My vision, my business, my relationships, my body, my health, my success, my wealth is riding on me. Me and me only and that is it. So what is this formula that I'm talking about? So procrastination equals lack of compelling vision plus lack of reason why, plus lack of discipline. Or you guys can look at it as lack of compelling vision, plus lack of reason why, times lack of discipline. Because I feel like when you have discipline in the consistency of your daily actions, your daily small actions, that is what's going to compound that lack of vision and that lack of your reason why you absolutely must accomplish something, why you absolutely must finish something. And when you're taking your, I should be doing this, I could be doing this and turning it into an absolute, I must be doing this, it's an entire game changer. And when you compound that over time, right, that, that, that mantra, that philosophy, that, um, whatever you want to call it, that personal, like, 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 um, I would call it my personal juice of, I must do this every single day knowing that compounded over time, I'm going to get the results that I want to get, man, you become unstoppable. So what do I mean by lack of compelling vision? And just to share with you kind of like the opposite of procrastination. So I have here action equals compelling vision plus strong reason why uh, times or plus discipline, however you want to look at it. You know, this is not a mathematical equation over here. It's just uh, I like formulas. I like flow charts. I like bullet points. I like to combine the an- my analytical brain with my over the top woo woo, you know, just super spiritual, all about the universe, all about the creator, all about attraction. Um, you know, my very creative and artistic mind. I like to combine the two together. And it's so funny because even though when you know me in person and you hear me, you know, you guys know me as manifestation babe and I'm all about manifesting. I'm all about taking, you know, your thoughts and the things of your imagination and having them poof appear into your reality. For so many scientific and logical people, they're like, what the hell are you talking about? And for me, it just makes so much sense because I have seen so much proof in my life that I cannot deny this magic anymore, right? I look at it as sometimes magic because it like 
when it happens, you're like, what the hell? This is freaking amazing. This is like magic. Like I did not expect it to work out this way. And in fact, it worked out so much better. But when I write my notes and how I read and how I process information, it is so analytical, so scientific. I could be the queen of overthinking if I allow myself to. And sometimes when I think to myself, I can take something at like 27 different angles and cause myself to get overwhelmed because I can look at something and take all, you know, look at it from 27 different angles and be like, holy shit, I don't even know where to start and end up confusing myself. So I have this formula, I have my bullet points, and that's just how I love to teach. So what does it mean, you know, the opposite of action? Action equals compelling vision plus reason why plus discipline. So first and foremost, if you find yourself procrastinating, you must have a lack of a compelling vision. Now, what do I mean by creating a compelling vision? Number one, what is it do you even want? Like, what do you ultimately want? You have a good idea of what you want just based off of either right now living a reality that you don't want or seeing someone else have something that you want or maybe you can conceptualize something beyond anything that that you've ever seen because you just know that you're so limitless and you can be do have anything that you want in life. And then what would excite you to get up in the morning for? I remember when I was... um, applying for medical school, you know, even in college, getting my pre-med requirements done and um, studying for my biology test and studying for OCHEM and all these things, like I would hate getting up in the morning. And I think that the reason why I procrastinated so much is because there would be nothing exciting about the process. There would be nothing exciting. I didn't see any reward in the future besides, yeah, I'll make some money. Yeah, I'll have a fancy title at the end of my name, MD or doctors in Kina. Like, yeah, I'll have a job first thing out of medical school. But at the same time, like I will be about half a million dollars in debt and I will be 30 years old by the time I even start my career and what if I want to have kids at that point and so there's nothing to excite me it was not a compelling vision it was not something that I was willing to make short-term sacrifices for in exchange for a long-term reward because I didn't see any long-term rewards it was just something like it was just something that I was conditioned to achieve. I was conditioned to believe that this was the path, this was the way, and I did everything in my power to fit myself in the box and please my family, please my parents, um, and do whatever it took for people to quote-unquote like me or quote-unquote accept me or quote-unquote see me as a valuable piece in society and see me as a valuable human being and see me as smart and etc etc it was really just all about significance you guys certainty and significance and so back in the day I remember I had nothing exciting to there's nothing exciting in my life to get up for like I dreaded getting up in the morning I dreaded driving to school I dreaded walking into the classroom I dreaded doing the freaking homework and I dreaded walking into um, my labs for four hours, like putting on goggles and a lab coat for four hours. And even though it is interesting stuff and I learned so much, it wasn't connected to my ultimate vision, if that makes sense. Um, 
So looking at what is the potential reward at the end of your current journey. You know, you might be on a journey right now and maybe you don't quite see the light at the end of the tunnel, but you still know that it's there. Like you still know that there is a potential, incredible, amazing, compelling reward at the end of the journey. And that is why you are dedicated and motivated to take action on a daily basis. Asking yourself, what would you gain if you were to accomplish your vision? You know, like what would what would be the pleasure You know, there has to be a pleasure to work toward. And there's two forces of motivation, you guys. Um, Every human being has two forces behind their motivation. There's pleasure and there's pain. And human beings will do more to avoid pain than they will do to acquire uh, pleasure or to move towards pleasure or to chase pleasure, however you want to look at it. And I believe, and this is something that I teach in Rich Babe, is that you must use both forces. And if you are doing something in your life um, where you are both working towards pleasure and working away from pain at the same time, you are moving in a straight line, right? You're moving towards something and away from something that you want to avoid at the exact same time. That's going to get you into action mode real quick. So creating a compelling vision is the pleasure that you're creating. Like what is the pleasure, right? But if you just stop there, you guys, that's where you get stuck in uh, being more motivated to avoid pain in your life than you are in um, chasing pleasure. And so you wanna combine the two forces together. So number two of the formula is, if you're procrastinating, you must have a lack of a reason why. So a reason why being, you know, why is it that you are doing this? And I find that most of the time I work best when I create two reasons. The reason behind why I'm doing it and the reason behind what would happen if I weren't to accomplish it. So I am, again, creating pleasure and pain. You know, the pleasure behind what I'm doing currently in my business is that I see a massive reward. I see a compelling vision like you wouldn't believe. Like I see that what I'm doing every single day within my company is changing lives. It is getting people to wake the F up. It is getting people to finally accomplish and manifest a reality wilder than their wildest dreams, like wilder than the shit that they see in their minds. I want them to accomplish something even greater because I know how limitless they are. Similarly, you know, I see freedom in my life, a freedom of time, being able to wake up and do what I love every single day feeling fulfilled, traveling the world, having the nice things that I want, that is my reason why right then and there. And then I have a reason of why I do it because I know that if I don't do it and if I procrastinate and if I hesitate and if I stop taking action every single day, what would happen if I didn't do this, you know, in the, in the long-term game, like I would end up in a job You know, if Manifestation Babe is not making any money because I'm not showing up and I'm not taking action, I would end up in a nine to five job that I'm absolutely miserable in. I wouldn't have the life of my dreams. And also there would be so many people on this planet who are um, 
you know, not affected by my gift. Um, they, they haven't received the gift that I have to offer in the world. Um, they wouldn't believe in themselves. They would stop believing that it's possible to manifest a reality wilder than their wildest dreams. Maybe they'll be stuck with this perception that in order for you to under, understand manifestation and apply it in your life, that you have to understand all this complex jargon and understand quantum physics and blah, 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 when it's not even close to being like that because I have mastered manifestation long before I even understood exactly how it works, you know, using the laws of quantum physics and exactly how all 12 laws of the universe apply to manifestation. That is stuff that I learned so that I can I can teach it and I can make it easier for other people to understand. And it's like, I remember the thing that kept me in massive inaction mode is by making this process so complex. And that's why I'm so passionate about making it simple for other people. So I know that if I'm not doing my work, there's a lot of people that are going to be stuck in complexity. They're going to be stuck in frustration. Um, they're not going to be able to see what's possible. And, you know, my work is not going to get out there. That ripple effect is just going to disappear. And so that is my pain right there, right? So creating a strong reason why could involve you asking yourself questions like, what would happen if you didn't accomplish what you're procrastinating? You know, what would you ultimately lose out on? Who would you lose out on? Oftentimes, we don't think about how we affect the people in our lives, the fam- our families, you know, our current relationships by procrastinating and not going for our dreams and not fulfilling our potential. You know, we, it's almost like we lose respect and we teach our kids and we teach our family and those who we love the most that it's okay to play small. And that it's okay to not go after our dreams. And I refuse to teach those kinds of lessons. That sounds painful to me. You know, I've suffered from so much pain in my life from inaction and procrastination. Why would I want to see my kids do the same thing? Why would I want to see Brennan do the same thing? Because you guys, I've, you know, a complete side note. Um, another example of how I've witnessed how important it is to be in a relationship where both of you are working on improving each other and improving yourselves and growing together is because I've noticed that Brennan and I literally will feed energetically off of each other where he develops a bad habit of biting his nails and then I go back and I start unconsciously biting my nails again. Or for instance, I stop reading my book in the mornings, like I get caught up in something else and all of a sudden I see Brennan stop reading his book. So it's like we impact each other. We are just by our behavior and just by the actions that we take every Every single day, what we do on a daily basis, not just what we say, because talk is really cheap, but what we do is being modeled in our relationships, is being modeled by the people around us and vice versa. We're modeling the same thing. And so I always say it's better to be the strongest. It's better to be the example for other people than to just allow, you know, um, nature to take over and you end up just unconsciously absorbing the habits and the mindsets and the thoughts and the beliefs of the people around you when, um, you know, for instance, maybe they're not quite in the place that would, first of all, benefit them in their life, but also benefit you in your life too. So it's better to be aware of this and be like, okay, if I want to influence change, I cannot depend on other people to change me. I must change myself. I must be the example for other people. 
And so going back to who would you lose, it's like maybe you can look at it as whose respect would you lose? Whose love would you lose? What would life look like if you didn't take action for another five to 10 years? Maybe you're in an okay spot right now. Maybe things are comfortable right now, you guys. But if you don't grow, you know, just like in nature, everything's either growing or dying. Like I am sitting in, um, I'm actually at my parents' house right now, which is about 30 to 40 miles south of Seattle in a town called Gig Harbor, right across the bridge from Tacoma. And I'm looking outside of my window right now. I'm actually in my bedroom um, where I last like freaking drew a line in the sand and decided that I was going to stop procrastinating in my life. Like this is the bedroom where I created a compelling vision. This is the bedroom where I gave myself that pain and a strong reason why and everything that I'm teaching you right now. And it's also the bedroom in which the very first time I looked out my window and I looked at nature and I looked at how much greenery is out here and how everything is always growing. Like if um, if it's not growing, you know, it would be it would be dying. It would be dead. Um, I, I, I noticed, you know, just something clicked within me. I don't know if I can articulate this correctly. As you can see, I'm already struggling. It's like I just looked outside and I thought, wow, look at how abundant nature is. Like the trees don't give a crap how many leaves they grow. They're going to grow as many as possible. They're going to get as big as possible. They're going to be as abundant as possible. There is no lack of nutrition. There's no lack of resources. There's no lack of sunlight. There's no lack of carbon dioxide. Like they are just trusting these plants, you know, the grass and the trees and the ferns that I'm looking at right now. They are trusting that they are going to have all of the resources that they need to survive and not just survive, but also thrive. And so they keep growing and they keep growing and they keep growing and they grow as big as they possibly can get. And if they're not growing, then that's when they end up dying, right? If they stop, um, if they stop absorbing, you know, sunlight or they stop, you know, um, taking in the nutrients from the soil or if they stop um, I don't know, breathing in carbon dioxide, then they're going to die, which I'm looking right now at some dead ferns that are around some other ferns that are growing. And so similarly with human beings, it's like if we're not growing, then we're going to shrink and die. And by growing, I mean that we have to be the ones to um, read the books and go to seminars and learn and train ourselves and constantly improve our lives and keep going and keep going and keep going and get as big as we possibly can and be as impactful and as visible and as bold and honest and truthful and incredible and giving and, um, you know, insert whatever resonates with you. Like we have to be as big as possible because if we don't, we're going to shrink down. And so maybe your life is pretty comfortable right now, but I promise you in five to 10 years, if you don't grow, if you don't take action in your life, if you don't go after your compelling vision, if you don't define what it is that you want, if you don't work on becoming the best version of yourself every effing day, you guys, I want to, I want to, I want to teach you an acronym that I want you to remember. EFD, every fucking day, okay? If you don't take action every fucking day, EFD, then you're going to shrink down. 
And so you have to create a strong reason why so that in five to 10 years, you can be proud of how far you've come. And then number three is lack of discipline. So if you find yourself procrastinating, you know, okay, so you don't have a compelling vision, you don't have a strong reason why, you might also be lacking in discipline. And I think that the thing that trips us up the most is the fact that so many people think that success comes from doing these grandiose things every single day. People think that businesses are built in these huge freaking steps every single day. Like every day, something huge happens, an incredible deal goes down. They, you know, if you're in an online business, like people think that the way to grow in business is to write a viral blog post every single day or to have a gain of a million Instagram followers every single day or have um, a video with millions of views or have a podcast that gets downloaded by a hundred thousand people every single day, but it's actually not that at all, you guys. It's success comes in the tiniest of daily positive habits that move us forward on a daily basis. And what I mean by this is that success doesn't come from, for instance, like let's compare this to a marathon, right? Let's say that you're training for a marathon and your marathon is your ultimate goal. And so you create a compelling vision for yourself. So you think to yourself, okay, I'm going to be really fit. I'm going to look amazing. I'm going to be really healthy. My um, blood pressure will be brought back into a very stable zone and um, my heart will be healthy again and I will be, you know, whatever, whatever your vision is of your body after running a marathon, let's say that you created that for yourself. And then let's say you gave yourself a strong reason why, you know, if I accomplish this, then my kids will see what it's like to commit something. My kids will see that anything is possible. I will see that anything is possible. And if I don't accomplish this, then I'll teach my kids the opposite, that it's okay to give up. It's okay to play small. And so you create that strong reason why you attach pain and pleasure And then let's say that your perception of training for a marathon is that you have to run a marathon every single day for six months. But is that actually true? Or is it that you must run a little bit more, just a little bit more every single day until you're able to sustain this 26.2 or whatever miles that it is? Is it that you have to start with a marathon on day one and accomplish this great feat every single day to think that that's what it's going to take to run a marathon? Or is it that perhaps you're going to start running half a mile? Let's say you've never ran a day in your life. Like, let's say that you've never run a business a day in your life, right? You're not expected to build the whole business in one day. You can start with that whatever half a mile is for you today. So if you're training by running half a mile today, you know, maybe 0.6 miles tomorrow, 0.7 miles the next day, 0.8 miles the next day, how much more sustainable is that over time? That's called massive action, but it doesn't have to be like this massive thing that happens every day because massive action comes from small actions that are compounded over time. And so what are the, you know, let's think about building a business now. 
Maybe on the first day, you have to know how to turn on your damn computer. Maybe you got to connect your internet to your computer. And then the next day, perhaps you open up a, a, you know, you start creating a website and then you work on that for about a week. And maybe the next week you create your first piece of content. You decide to teach something to someone. You decide to inspire someone. You decide to open up a coaching practice. And so then you create a page um, or some, you know, like a sales page, for instance. And then next day you create some sort of valuable content that could promote, you know, teach something, add value, but also promote your coaching um, practice. And so it doesn't have to be everything accomplished on a daily basis. It's those small daily habits over time. It's the small workouts over time. It's the small, you know, let's bring it back to money, right? Wealth is not built by generating a hundred grand every single day. Wealth is generated by actively increasing your income, but also actively increasing just a little bit every single day, how much you're saving and how much you're putting away into your investment account. Um, And so it doesn't come from you creating a 100K day today and then saving, I don't know, like 90,000 of it and investing 80,000 of it and thinking that that's what's going to create wealth. Wealth is created by every single day just putting a little bit more away. Every single day, maybe saving just 10%. Maybe just putting another 10 bucks into your savings account. Maybe just saving yourself another $3 on a latte when you can make a latte at home yourself. And so maybe you, I don't know, make your latte at home or bring your own milk to the coffee shop or however you can conceptualize saving a little bit of money or just putting away just a little bit more. It doesn't have to be these grandiose just moves, right? So it's all about, it's all about harnessing the compound effect. It's creating consistency by taking the small actions EFD every fucking day. It comes, it also comes easier, you guys, when you have this compelling vision and when you have a strong reason why It is actually easy to get up every single morning excited and ready to harness all of your energy and all of the energy of the universe to make shit happen. And again, it doesn't have to be these grandiose things. It doesn't have to be everything done in a day. It doesn't have to be the whole empire built in one day. It doesn't have to be the whole marathon run in a day. It's just doing at least one thing today. So I'm I'm about to talk about that one thing, doing that one thing today that's going to help you move just one step forward, one step forward, one step forward every single day. And think about the course of an entire year. If you take 365 steps, you guys, that is more than you've ever taken if you've ever identified yourself as a procrastinator right? So you are already winning at life just by following these three steps. And so let me ask you, you know, maybe you want to whip out your journal today, or maybe you're listening to this in the car and just thinking about, okay, I see what I'm missing now. 
I see that I don't have that compelling vision. I see that I don't ultimately know what it is that I want. I see that I'm not excited to get up in the morning. So how can I create a life? How can I create a vision? You know, it's not like you create a vision and expect yourself to have it all figured out today. That's okay, you guys. The how is not your job. The how is not up to you. The strategy is not up to you. It's up to the universe. It's up to your creator. It's up to universal laws to bring you all the resources, all of the ideas, all of the uh whatever it is that you need to create to to manifest that compelling vision. But you must be the person to sit down and figure it out on paper and just know that the how is not your job, but the what and the why is. And so this is very similar to the manifestation process of like, you need to figure out the what and the why you need to release the rest. And figuring out the what and the why here is the what is a compelling vision and it's like a strong reason why you need to accomplish this. Why is it that it's so important that you accomplish this and what will ultimately happen if you don't? And maybe you have those two things together, but maybe you're overwhelmed with the action steps in between. And so that's where I want to invite you to start building that self-discipline around the small things every single day. It's the 15-minute workout at at a time. It's just waking up 15 minutes earlier in the morning. It's just reading 10 pages a day of a very high vibration, inspirational, positive, very educational book, you know, personal growth, personal development book. Um, Maybe it is journaling on some ideas for just 10 minutes a day. Maybe it's making one additional phone call. Maybe it's writing one additional email. Maybe it's producing one additional piece of content this week. Whatever it is, start building that discipline. And eventually over time, by creating these new habits, they will replace any of your old bad habits and they will automatically be integrated into your subconscious mind because anything that you do with enough repetition will be impressed upon the subconscious mind. If you tell yourself something enough times to the point where you even think you're crazy or if you do these small tasks every single day to the point where it's like you can't imagine a day where you don't do them, at that point, it goes into autopilot mode where you don't eventually, you know, maybe right now it's it's a, it's a big feat, but in 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, you won't even have to think about it. I know many people, and including myself, who when they first start working out after a long period of time where uh, perhaps they haven't been, the first 30 days are challenging. You really have to think about the fact that, hey, it's three o'clock, I agreed that I would go to this workout class, so now I have to go and put on my shoes, I gotta get dressed, I gotta get in my car, I gotta make sure I have my water bottle with me, and it's like this, it takes so much conscious effort to get yourself to that gym, right? You, you guys know what I mean. And after the, I don't know, the 30-day mark, the 60-day mark, the 90-day mark, all of a sudden, it's like you just somehow robotically get in your workout clothes, it's three o'clock, you look at the clock, you get into your workout clothes, um, you get into your car, and next thing you know, you're exercising. It's like you don't even have to think about it. It's nothing but subconscious effort, which doesn't feel like effort at all. And eventually taking action every single day. Like when I do my work every day, I don't even feel like working because it's so on autopilot. I know that I immediately subconsciously ask myself every single day, what can I do today to take me just one step closer to my goals? 
And what can I do today that's going to compound over time, right? So I ask myself that question every day. And so automatically on autopilot mode, my subconscious is seeking for more things that I could do today so that I feel productive, so that I can actually move the needle in my business, so that I can start rolling that snowball um, just a little bit more up the hill, right? And when I think about you know, when I think about this, this subject and this topic of productivity and of um, getting to this point where at first it's a lot of conscious effort and then eventually it's subconscious effort, which means no effort at all, I think of someone rolling up a snowball up a hill and you're rolling up the snowball and it's very, very tiny and eventually gets bigger and bigger and bigger and you're going uphill and it's really, really freaking heavy. And it's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then eventually you go over the hill and all of a sudden it avalanches down. And this is what I also call the tipping point in my manifestation process. And also there's a tipping point here. If you want to make action, um, taking action on your dreams and goals, automatic and go in autopilot mode, you have to reach the tipping point. It's got to be repetition every single day, which is why I say you have to be disciplined. You have to give yourself enough pain and enough pleasure and a certain rule book that you follow for yourself. Like you are in integrity with your own rules um, and following those rules creates that discipline in your life. So those are my three kind of steps three parts of the procrastination slash action formula. Um, I hope you guys are enjoying this episode so far. I'm noticing that I've been talking for about 36 minutes now, and I know I said in the beginning that this would be a quick episode, but I guess I had a lot to say on it because this has been such a struggle for me, and I never quite figured out what exactly took me from procrastinating to not procrastinating, and I realized it's really these three things. It's discipline, strong reason why, and a compelling vision. So before I go, I just wanted to share the two easy ways to become more productive. Think of this as a couple of bonus tips for you um, and just something else that you can take action on, something else to make this process easier. So one of them, how you can create more pleasure and pain in your life um, to motivate you that's actually visible is to create a mini reward system. So create mini reward, like set up mini rewards along the way from uh, moving towards your goals. And again, this doesn't necessarily have to be results driven in the beginning. I know that the biggest mistake that I made in the past and I see so many people make is that they only reward themselves when they accomplish something, but they don't understand that in the very beginning, especially when you have had a habit of procrastinating, it's even hard to take action alone. Like just making that phone call or just writing that post or just heading out to the gym is hard work enough. That should be rewarded right then and there. So it doesn't have to be necessarily results driven, right? Like only reward yourself if you get the result that you want. That's going to come later. And that's kind of how I operate now. But I know that in the beginning, it could be simply just for completing a task. Like, hey, I got to the gym today. I got all my work done. That's freaking awesome. I am going to reward myself. Um, and the reward can honestly be anything, you guys. It could be 
watching your favorite show for 30 minutes on Netflix. It could be something like a spa day. And I'll share with you an example of how I motivated myself to accomplish a task that I really didn't want to do while I was in Las Vegas with my parents and Brendan about two weeks ago. But the reward can be like a dinner with a friend. It could be um, you going out and buying yourself something, just something small, but something that you actually want, right? If you give yourself a reward that someone else would see as a reward, but you wouldn't see it as anything exciting, it's obviously not going to work. And then also like lack of reward, like for instance, let's say that you didn't you didn't take the action, you didn't do what you said you're going to do, then create either a lack of reward or perhaps some sort of a pain system. Like, because you want to connect, take, you know, you want to connect inaction with pain. So maybe you and your friend had a dinner scheduled and you didn't get whatever you said done. You didn't take action on that daily task. Um, that's going to get you one step closer to your goal. So maybe you're going to have to be the asshole that calls your friend and says, hey, I'm going to have to cancel dinner tonight. And that alone creates so much pain in your life because you don't ever want to make promises to someone and back out at the last second. So maybe that will motivate you even more to be like, okay, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be the asshole, but I also don't want to go to dinner feeling unaccomplished. So I better get this issue done. So when I was in Las Vegas, I actually, um, I set up some rewards for myself, uh, two or three days in a row. I think it was like, I think it was three days in a row where in Vegas, even though I so badly wanted to spend time with my family and have fun, I also had a deadline for all the copy that was due for my website. And I had to finish the copy by Monday. I got to Vegas on a Thursday. So I thought, oh my God, I have four days to finish this. Um, I, you know, unfortunately have to work. I'm going to get this, this shit done. Like I need to get it done because otherwise I'm going to come home. I'm going to feel unaccomplished. I'm going to have to tell the website team that I didn't get the copy done in time. They're going to be backed up. It's just going to look, it's just going to make me look bad. It's going to, um, it's just, you know, I don't want that to happen. So What I did for myself is every morning I created a reward system and because I had a budget, I had a higher budget um, than I've had in the past, I decided to book myself about an 80 to 100 minute, it just depended, like I, I tried something new every day. I booked myself a spa session, whether it was a massage or whether it was um, a facial or a body scrub or just something that I could enjoy enjoy at the spa. And I booked it at around 2 p.m. And every single day I had to tell myself that if I don't get my work done by 1.30, I have to cancel the spa and pay the late fee and not show up and also be out some money. And if I did get my work done, that I can go to the spa, enjoy it, and then have the whole night off. Like, holy crap, that's freaking amazing. Um, that's going to feel really cool because I love being super productive in the morning and then having the full evening off. That's like my ideal work schedule. I'm not someone who likes to work in the evenings. I don't like to work at night. Sometimes there's things that I got to get done. You know, things show up in business as in any business, but uh, my like dream ideal work schedule is between the hours of 9 to 10 a.m. to about 2 p.m., Um, of course, back in the day when I was working 18 hours a day, how much I work now is an absolute dream. Um, but I also, I still love working. Like I love what I do and I love feeling the sense of accomplishment in my business. So I had this copy writing task and I finished it 
literally in two days. Like my team was like, Catherine, what the hell? That was really, really fast because I knew that I had to be productive. I turned off my Wi-Fi. I put my phone on do not disturb. I made sure no one was talking to me. I put in my headphones and I went to work. And by knowing that I had to be done at a certain time, I made sure that I wasn't wasting time. I made sure that there were no text messages coming in distracting me. I didn't care what emergency was going on around me. I was determined to get this done because I didn't want to miss out on my spa. I didn't want to miss out on my reward. And, um, I also didn't want to work in the evenings, right? I didn't want to come home with the website copy not being done either. And so that's my tip for you is like what mini reward system or mass, you know, max reward system, massive reward system can you set up for yourself to help you um, get super productive and get focused. And that spills into my tip number two is something that'll help you get focused. There's a really great book that I want you all to get. Um, So go on Amazon, go on Kindle, however you consume books and get the one thing. It's literally called the one thing. And I never realized, no one's ever put into words what has helped me become super productive in the last two and a half years. And I realized that when I was working my nine to five job, I had an hour lunch break and three hours in the evening to work every single day on my business. So a total of four hours to build a business from the ground up. And every single day I identified the one thing that had to get done that day for me to move the needle forward, for me to feel accomplished and actually do something that creates results. Maybe not necessarily in that day, but over time I know that it's going to create some sort of, um, there's, there's some sort of reward at the end of it, right? There's, there's a reason why I'm doing it. And so I remember like literally getting up in the morning and being like, okay, today I need to finish the about me page of my website. And my sole goal that day, you know, as much as I can get done on my lunch break and then obviously having the rest of my evenings, I would just focus on getting the about me page done. I wouldn't worry about any other page. I wouldn't worry about what's going on on Facebook. I wouldn't worry about emails. I wouldn't worry about text messages coming in. I just wouldn't worry about anything except my about me page. And I do the exact same thing to this day, every single day. I ask myself, what is my one thing today? Where if I do that one thing without any distractions and with as much focus as I can possibly channel into this one thing will help my business grow or will help improve my relationships or will help me get fitter and healthier or, you know, will help me finally put in another chapter of my book or will help me put more content out there or will help me create a better podcast episode or help me learn something or whatever it is. And I think that the biggest mistake people make is they wake up every morning, they create a massive to-do list of 27 things, they start their day by reacting to everything. So they start their day by opening up their cell phones and, um, you know, looking at all the notifications coming through, looking at the messages, looking at, you know, what happened in the day, you know, what happened in the world that day, checking the news and all of a sudden they're in reaction mode. And when you're in reaction mode, it's impossible to focus. When you are in reaction mode, you have cortisol and adrenaline pumping through your veins and you are unable to sit there 
and consciously focus on being productive because you know, for all that your mind knows or for all that your body knows, you're in fight or flight mode and you are just consciously avoiding pain and you are just in this like, in, in, in you're not only in reaction mode, but you're just sitting there and asking yourself unconsciously like, okay, what am I going to fight off today? What am I going to avoid today? And, you know, this thing is distracting me and that thing is distracting me. And you're not going to be the most productive human being if you're in fight or flight mode. Like your brain cannot think properly in that mode. And so instead of reacting to everything around you, you know, put, get, first of all, if you still have every single notification turn on your phone, that is the first thing that I want you to do is turn off Facebook notifications, turn off um, Instagram notifications, turn off uh, email notifications. I haven't had notifications on in my phone in over two years. So if someone DMs me or if someone tags me or if someone comments on something, I have no idea until I go into the app. And I refuse to go into the app until I have accomplished my one thing. Some of you might have to completely turn off Wi-Fi. Some of you might have to turn on do not disturb mode. Some of you might have to put your phone in a drawer and walk away to another room to finish that thing. But when you get into that discipline and a habit of accomplishing that one thing every single day as close to the morning as possible. So I like to accomplish my one thing first thing in the morning. You're going to be 10 times more productive in your day than just checking off random to-dos and, you know, creating to-do lists just to feel like you're productive, even though all you've been doing all day is busy work. I think that the biggest mistake people make is um, create to-do lists that just keep them busy instead of productive. And so when you're working on that one thing, as the author talks about in the book, the one thing, it's like, it doesn't matter what happens in any other area of your life. It doesn't matter what else is going on in your business. It doesn't matter, um, if, you know, if there's like a massive like emergency happening somewhere that, you know, you're not necessarily required to step in, right? Like your team can handle it or someone else can fix it. Let them handle it and let them fix it until you are done with your one thing. Nothing else in the world matters. And that's the kind of focus that I have personally developed to help me keep taking massive action, to help me stay in action mode, you know, not just busy mode, but intentional action mode and has helped me build a multi-million dollar business in just two and a half years. So think about it, you guys. If you apply everything that I taught you on this podcast today, what would your life actually look like in five to 10 years? Perhaps maybe you are going to be someone who builds a multi-million dollar business in two, you know, two, two and a half years. Maybe you're going to be someone who is able to run a marathon in six months from now. Um, you know, maybe you're someone who completely transformed your relationship with your husband or wife in a matter of just a couple months from applying this. You created a compelling vision. You created a reason why you want to be the best spouse or the best partner to them. And you uh, implemented the daily positive habits of making them coffee, making them feel special, um, taking out the trash on time, and all of these things that you know are going to make them happy. You can apply this formula to any area in your life. And to give you guys an example of how I 
you know, how I implement the one thing, let's say, you know, how I talked about the copywriting example in Vegas, how I had a mini reward or a reward system for myself every single day. I also applied the one thing because I told myself that the only thing I must get done today is my copy. There were so many other things going on, but I had to only focus on copy because I knew that my copy was due on Monday. And if I just focus on my copy and get it done by Monday, I can use all of next week to focus on other things, which is exactly what I did. And then with Monday, Monday mornings, my one thing is to record a podcast. So I am committed to at least... Um, you know, releasing a podcast episode every single Monday. And so I know as soon as I wake up on Monday, I better not start on anything else until this podcast is recorded, until this podcast is out and available for you to download on your phone or on your computer or whatever device you're listening to me on. So that is my one thing. And if I have anything else going on, I will cancel it. I'll move things around. I must get my podcast in. Like right now, I am not even live streaming this. It's just me and my microphone alone in my bedroom. It's dark. It's gloomy. Um, I have this funky setup with this like dining room chair that I found in my parents' um, dining room and this like desk that's not even a desk. It's really, it's like a decorative desk. But I was resourceful and I made it happen because I know that I have this one thing. And if I don't do it, you know, my reward for doing it today is Brennan and I are going to Seattle tonight to stay overnight to have a little bit of fun. And also I have a fun photo shoot plan in the morning. And if I didn't get this done, that I would feel the sense, like this pain of feeling unaccomplished. I wouldn't necessarily cancel it this time or cancel something like this. But in this case, just to share with you an example, like I hate that feeling of telling myself that I'm going to do something And then being out of integrity with myself because my value of integrity, like integrity is so high up on my values list that if I do something that's out of integrity or if I don't do something that I I, um, said I was going to do, then I just feel like shit and I don't like that feeling. And so therefore, I'm going to figure out a way. So now that I've talked your ear off for about 55 minutes, I hope you really enjoyed this podcast episode. And more than that, I hope that this helped you. And I hope that you took something from, uh, you know, this podcast episode to help you get back into action mode and finally eliminate whatever it is that you're procrastinating on, whatever you are not being productive with. Um, You know, I hope that you have taken something from this formula and I hope that you sit down today and really ask yourself, what's my compelling vision? What's my reason why? And how can I implement the discipline that I need to make a habit out of this. It's not just a one-time, one-and-done, but I'm actually every single day in action mode, moving the needle forward, taking a step forward, um, and, and growing myself and getting better on a daily basis. Last thing I wanted to mention, and I'm going to put the link up in the show notes, um, I am hosting a seven-day money mindset makeover boot camp on September 24th, and it's going to be using my program, Tapping Into Massive Wealth, as well as I'm going to give you guys an intention-setting worksheet. I'm going to show up for a live coaching call where I can answer any and all of your questions on money and money mindset, as well as tapping which is what um, we use in the tapping, tapping into Massive Wealth program. So we use emotional freedom technique, also known as EFT, also known as tapping. 
um, to eliminate seven of the most crippling limiting beliefs that we have towards our finances or towards money that are uh, preventing us from attracting the kind of money that we desire. So these are like resistance limiting beliefs and um, I am also going to be including daily journaling prompts to help you completely make over your money mindset. So I would love to have you come into the boot camp. The entire boot camp is being sold at the price of just a program alone, which is 33 bucks, you guys. So entire seven day program just for $33. I'm going to share the link in the show notes. So I hope you join me in there because I know we're going to have so much fun. There's just over 300 of you who have signed up so far and we start next Monday. Um, thank you again so much for all of the reviews that you guys leave me. Um, thank you so much for tagging me on Instagram every time you listen to one of my episodes. Thank you so much for sharing this podcast with your friends. Thank you so much for sharing you know, the Manifestation Babe mission with those that you love. I am so, so grateful for you and I hope you have an incredible week. I will see you in the next episode. Mwah. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep up with the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration on Instagram by searching at ManifestationBabe or visiting my website at ManifestationBabe.com. I love and adore you so much and cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic. 